You are, you are now tuning in to Reform Raza. Our aim is to glorify God through the edification of the saints. Expect practical theology and a draw to be biblical. So if you ask us who we do this for, because this is for the last. This is Reform Raza. My name is Martin Velasquez alongside with my brothers. This is Justin Corona right here. And what up, everybody? This is Brother Vic. And gracias for tuning in once again. Go ahead and hit us up. ReformRaza.com. ReformRaza at gmail.com. With any questions, comments, concerns, or rebukes, you can hit us up right there. And uh, the website's still a uh, continual working process. Uh, we're going we're gonna to add some more stuff pretty soon, hopefully. But be patient with us. Pretty soon, that's going to be the center of attention right there. So Yeah. So stay tuned for that one. And uh, yeah, man. So today, we're going to continue with these interviews. Listeners, por favor. Give us your feedback if you have been enjoying these interviews. We've been, man, we've been interviewing a bunch of, man, solid, female, cool dudes, man, brothers in the faith. We got, Kurt, we had Kirk Kennedy, we got Strack, we had Joshua Kreese, and you know that's what that's what that was a blessing just to be able to chop it up with those brothers and just get to know them a little bit more. Details that you don't really get from. You know, since they're all rappers from the music, you know, they, they like lyrical theology. They like to spit, you know, on social justice issues and things like that. But you never really hear their side of the story. So it was dope to, to get to know them a little, a little more deeper on that. And today we're going to we're going to continue with these interviews. So if you guys are down with these interviews, go ahead. Let us know in the comment section. Go write a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know, hey, we're down with these interviews, keep them coming. Or, hey, switch it up a little bit. Whatever it is that your feedback is, go ahead and let us know, por favor. And today we're going to keep going, keep it popping with another dope interview from the man. The man. Ooh, the man. The man. Who's the, the man. man? Who is the man? The man, if, if you're aware man, of. Right the- here. <laughs> <laughs> If, 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 if you ever walked down the hallway and you heard behind you, the bar, then you will know this man. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce him, Justin. We got the, the one found, the, the founder, the, the one that gets it popping in the Christian uh, podcast networking, um, the man of the bar podcast, the podcast and the network. Mm. This is Dwayne Atkinson. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> love the applause love the applause what's up fellas what's up? so excited to uh to get here man and uh and, and be on you guys show this is definitely a big honor uh to be here man i never take it lightly anytime i'm asked to be anywhere hey the yeah. honor is ours man when you talk about the podcasting world and in the christian world you're gonna you're gonna know who the bar is you know what i mean so oh yeah it's an honor for for you to be on here you know what i mean so we're going to get it popping today. So, so that's cool now. 
That's cool now, but you was on my show. You was like, I never heard of the bar until uh, uh, SolarCast. So like, <laughs> you can give me all the pops now. Yeah. Who said that? Who said that? I, I said that. that was Justin. <laughs> so look, hey. this is this is the thing. I, I, I you know on the on the references when you search podcast, I've always seen yours on there. Uh, Got it. Yeah, so I know about it, and I've seen it on social media, <laughs> I, so I know about it. Okay, and I heard the interview with James White, so even before we met, so I'm, I'm, my hands are clean on uh, this one. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was in my own little circle. I, I didn't go out and venture off, but then ap- after that, that uh, after we recorded with you, I went back and I started listening to some older, uh, some older episodes, and then I, I continued from there. Um, even when you interviewed or you got interviewed yourself on your own podcast, <laughs> I did. I did. No, cool. but that was pretty dope. Good deal. That's so, cool. um, as we start off this episode, first thing we want to mention to our listeners, or at least, um, at least inform our listeners, is who is Dwayne Atkinson? Who is the man yeah, behind the that. bar podcast? Yeah. That's a great question, man. Um, I'll start general, and then I'll kind of get into my testimony, because I know we talked about that off the air. In general, Dwayne Atkinson is the husband of one, father of four. If it was the other way around, I'd be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh, man. But, man, um, you know, just, just a, a humble guy, man, that loves podcasting, loves reform theology, Love connecting with folks, man. Um, that's just been my heart from the jump before podcasting. Um, and and kind of to rewind back to uh, my testimony, I grew up on a farm, man. Literally, uh, you know, we had hogs, chickens, uh, all of that stuff, man. We used to pick pepper, and uh, my mom and dad had like squash. So I was literally on a farm, and so uh growing up on a farm you you understand a lot of hard work and everybody wants you to work hard and you want to be sweating y'all we was talking about working outside and being hot (laughs) so i I experienced that man growing up on a farm and so i actually got really into sports and um played football basketball baseball everything just to keep from coming home at night because if you come home you gotta work so i would stay going all day (laughs) until the day was over and then that's when I get home. Um, and being an athlete and as well as being, um, you know, in the church, my mom and dad, you know, they grew up in the church. They they grew me up in the church. Um, we were at the church so much. Like, we literally was at the church every day of the week. And we was on church on Friday night because we cleaned the church. So I was at church seven days a week most of the time. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, when you grow up in the church, a lot of times, you know how to play church, but mm. there's no real redemption in your heart. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was a, I, I actually taught myself how to play the drums uh, every Friday night whenever they were cleaning the church. I supposed to be vacuuming, but I was sneaking and getting on the drums, <laughs> teaching That's myself right. how to play. And so, um, so, you know, I got, I was into the drums and the athlete. And so you guys know a musician and an athlete uh, it was almost inevitable that the sin of promiscuity was mm. in my life. Like yeah. I chased a lot of women, you know, I, that was me. I was the player, man. I, I did all of that stuff, man. And, um, and God used that actually to bring me to my knees. Um, it was a pride issue, man. I thought I couldn't be touched. I thought I could play drums on Sunday and, you know, look, look the good old boy part and then 
go do my thing, you know, Friday and Saturday or whatever. And it's funny because, like, I would be, you know, drunk or high or whatever Friday, Saturday night, but I always would get up and go play the drums because I felt like I was doing something for God, yeah. you know, something outward. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like I said, man, he used uh, that pride and that works mentality to break me down, man. And so uh, one night um, I got called on the old school three-way where, yeah. you know, somebody call you and mm-hmm. then they call somebody else and they're waiting, listening. Yep. Yeah, man, I got caught, I got caught up on three-way, man, because I, I, that was my pride because I, I always felt like I was good at the game. Mm-hmm. And so that night, whenever they cussed me out, you know, simultaneously, when it was all over, I, I rode on, on the floor, man, and I said, God, you know, I'm making a mess of my life. Come into my life. Help me, Lord. You know, I did, did, did the prayer right there at my mom's house. And I wish I could say right after that it was happily ever after. Unfortunately, because, think about it, basketball player, uh, musician, the first place I turned whenever I received Christ was TBN. Why? Mm-hmm. Because to me, you know, sport the, the best pro sports, they're on TV. The best musicians, they're on TV. So I thought the best preachers would be on TV. Yeah. And, and everybody, everybody everybody listening knows that's not the case. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so um, I jumped on TV, man, and I was, you know, Joe Lowstein, TDJs, Creflo. I was, you know, I was on it because I had a, such a zeal for for Christ, you know, I'm I'm a new convert, you know, I'm saved, I'm I'm, I'm on fire, I'm, I'm I want everybody to be saved, and so I fell into the world of word of faith, yeah, um, and the word of faith, charismatic, speak it, declare it, name it, claim it, speaking in tongues, lay down, turn around, jump jacks, all of that, yeah. I did all of it. <laughs> put your right foot in, put your right foot in, pokey, right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so I fell into that world, man. And um, I actually moved to South Carolina. I met my wife on MySpace. That's dating myself a little bit. Yeah, that's a throwback, man. You used to have the music behind your profile. Yeah, you had the music yeah. playing, man. Hours to try to edit it, make it look nice. Yeah, for that's real. right. That's right. <laughs> you had your top yeah. friends, and you, so, you got removed from exactly. There was a bunch of drama. Like, hey, why'd you take me off your top five? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so my profile was set up in a way, man, that I attracted my wife to it. You mm-hmm. know, it was it had the music on. But uh, I met my wife on MySpace, man, and I moved to South Carolina. Went to a huge mega church called Redemption World Outreach Center. And there, uh, the pastor was on TBN. You know, it was one of those mega churches. And I, you know, again, jumped right in. I was on staff. Um, I helped with the band. You know, so I was really, and I actually got to meet a lot of the guys I was seeing on TBN. Like, um, you know, uh, I met Benny Hinn. Mm. Um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Eddie Long, the guy that oh, passed. Yeah. Swear, yeah. You know, I, yeah, Dr. Miles Monroe, another one. Mm. And I met, and all of those, those were like my heroes, man. I was able to be in the same spaces with those guys. Um, and then I actually started to notice, uh, you know, everything was about money. Mm-hmm. You know, I started noticing manipulation and and how they everything was geared towards you know the offering and you know it, it was really uh, I was trying to like dang like what's going on why why is everything about money why why is every meeting is about money mm-hmm. um, and then so I started to move away from them a little bit but 
again, I didn't move in the right direction. I started going towards the new apostolic reformation because uh-huh. this was the new, yeah, apost- yeah the NR- okay. NAR, yeah. you know? And, yeah, and so actually, uh, I, it's funny, I always put myself out there. Um, I connected with an apostle, air quotes, for those on um, on podcast, <laughs> I connected with connected with an apostle and, um, and and did a program with them. And by the end of it, me and my wife were ordained as apostles. So oh, wow. I, they used to call me. Man, yeah, I know, man. It's crazy to even think about. And so, um, you know, I had that title, man, and uh, it never really sat right with me, guys. I really struggled with it. Okay. You know, it almost felt like a weight on my shoulder. And, uh, and and then while I was in that movement, I started to see the money thing come back. You know, the, mm. the money motive and everything, yeah. you know, it was it was there too. It was almost like I couldn't run away from it. And so I was like, man, like, dang, like something, you know, I really want to be close to God because every step I thought I was getting closer to God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in the ba- Baptist and then I was like, well, Baptist, y'all ain't got it. Y'all ain't speaking in tongues. Y'all not closer to God. You know, and then mm-hmm. I got with these. I was like, oh, y'all ain't apostles. Mm-hmm. Y'all not closer to God. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm in this apostle camp. And then I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still decreeing and declaring and not seeing anything happen. Still speaking to stuff. And it looked the same. You know, the house didn't change. The car didn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm like, man, God, you know, I'm done with all this. Like, I literally, guys, I was about to become a fundamental Baptist. Like, I don't believe nothing. <laughs> For the King James Bible, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man, this I, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a crazy story, right? Like <laughs> a lot, man. So, so I was I was on that path towards uh, fundamental Baptist, and I was working at a um, a bus station, and one of the workers at a bus station heard me talking to someone about Calvinism because mm-hmm. during that same time same time frame. I started a page called Be Not Deceived on Facebook. Hmm. Uh, you may have seen it, but it's, it's been around for a while, 30,000 likes. It's uh, it's pretty much like a discernment page. Hmm. And so somebody had brought up Calvinism and I was like, okay, well, I'm going I'm to, you know, figure out how to argue against Calvinism and, you know, prove them wrong, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my, my coworker heard me talking about it and he happened to be a Presbyterian pastor. And he said, hey, you want to learn about Calvinism? I was like, yeah, man. So I'm thinking I'm about to go and just learn it and then I'm going to flip it on him and turn it on him and teach it, you know, Dang. and tell him he's a false teacher and all of that. So, oh, so we go into his office and um, and he literally walked me through the Westminster Confession. He'd go pull it up online. He'll read a line. He'll turn around and say, you agree with that? Okay. He'll read another line. He'll do the cross reference. So we did that every day for about three months on his lunch break. Dang. I would come to his office and we would walk through the Westminster Confession. When it was all over, man, and uh, he turned around and was like, okay, we're done. You know, what you think? And I said, yeah, I think I'm reformed. You know, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> you know, after all of that, man, that journey, man, um, he put me on the reform, I guess, pathway. Yeah. And then the next thing he did was uh, he, he gave me resources. He was like, you know, download the Ligonier app, download Grace to You, download True for Life. And so I started, man, just eating and eating, man, because I'm like, these dudes are just making complex things that I, you know, thought I knew, just making it so simple. Hearing R- I would spend hours on YouTube listening to R.C. Pro teach, mm-hmm. you know, spend hours listening to, to, to uh, uh, Dr. MacArthur, spend hours, you know, at, back then listening to, to John Piper, just 
so much, man. And then um, when I, I was I was listening to it on the app, and it was like, yeah, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. And I was like, hmm, podcast. I always hear people talk about podcasts. What is a podcast? Yeah. So I jumped on the podcast, man, and started listening to, you know, Renewing Your Life, uh, Grace to You, True for Life. I still, mm-hmm. every day I listen to those podcasts. If y'all follow me on anywhere, you see me walking. That's what I'm listening yeah. to. I call it the big three. Renewing Your Life, Grace to You and true for life um, but while listening I discovered other programs like one of them was The Briefing by Al Mohler uh-huh. and then I started listening to uh, Christ the Center and I was like oh man all of these podcasts and then I listened to um, uh, White Horse Inn hmm. so it was just I was just get, get growing a, a just big hunger for podcasts man and then I discovered um the Reform Pubcast. I don't know if you guys know that or, yeah. or heard of that, but yeah. Reform Pubcast, Les and Tanner, they had the game on lock a couple years ago. I discovered them, and I was like, yo, you can have fun while talking about theology. Like, this is my late, like, this is me. This is what I could do. Uh-huh. And so that actually inspired me to start the bar, man. And uh, I know we'll get into more details, but that's my story, man, from country life to prosperity gospel, to becoming an apostle, to becoming a fundamental Baptist, to being reformed, to starting a podcast, man. So I'm going to stop talking so y'all can ask me. <laughs> hey, that, 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 that was an amazing story. Hey, man, I was, I'm listening wow. too. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> yeah that's, that, that's crazy. I mean, uh, um, to go through all those stages, uh, one question I would have to ask is, um, in any of those stages of the, the the prosperity movement, the new apostolic reformation movement, were did you ever look back and be like, you know what, I probably wasn't a real convert back then? Would you say that by yourself back then, or, or you so, really say um, at some point I was saved during those movements? But what do you have to say about that? So that, that's a that's a brilliant, wonderful question. Um, my conversion was so was so real. Because I, you know, whenever I got caught with by the ladies, it was mm-hmm. so real. Because you got to think about it. I was, you know, smoking, smoking weed, drinking, mm-hmm. fornicating, porno, porno addicted. You know, and God changed my heart that night. Mm-hmm. So I had a real transformation of the heart that night. Just my theology didn't like didn't jive yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to I had to learn that part. So yes, I had a real conversion that night but everything else just didn't fall in the line and that's why that's why we got we have brothers and sisters in Christ that are in those movements a lot of the times man they're not necessarily wolves they're sheep that's been taught by wolves yeah Mm -hmm. you know so all they know is what they're taught so Mm -hmm. that that, yeah I definitely was saved during that whole process because of the, the the transformation that God did to my life that night um you know at my mom's house Mm, all right cool 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 and yeah i think that's that's something that needs to be said because when we talk about those kind of false teachers you automatically think oh how can someone be saved going to joel's teens church and i mean we look at the audience and be like well obviously they're they're not saved because you know they're going to all these other teachers but i like what you said right there that we have brothers and sisters in those congregations and we know that the lord is sovereign so he will bring them out that that is that is our, our right. hope right there. No, exactly. And I was gonna say that that, that you're you're the the testimony of it right now. That you went yeah. through those stages, and yep. it was God leading yep. you throughout the whole time. So that now you can speak yep. to 
you know, I can speak and testify that yes, there are people who saved in those churches, but ultimately God mm-hmm. will lead them out. And you're you're, you're living proof yep. of that. Exactly. Yeah. During during yeah. those during and, and those times we got it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was I was just going to say no. You're fine. It's almost a half a second off because it's Bluetooth, but I got you. Sometimes the those folks won't. I, my joke is they won't become reform until glory. Sometimes God will choose somebody sovereignly in false teaching, false doctrine. They're sovereignly chosen by God, but like just the circumstance or whatever that whatever they're in, they're in that for a reason for God's glory. And I say they they just they might not be reformed till they till they meet them. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. I was wrong the whole time. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is, it is. I, I was I was gonna say during the different stages of of your Christian walk, did you believe at, at any of those times that, you know what, this is it? Like, like, like I know what I know, um, I can't be told otherwise. And then you go to the next so, day. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's a one, another great question. Um, and, and so I will say, I never had the peace of God like I have now. I know it's not about a feeling, mm-hmm. but there was always something unsettling for me in the, you know, in the uh, prosperity gospel. There was always some, like, something left open. Like, okay, something's not all the way right. Mm-hmm. Definitely with the apostle, apostle thing, like I literally felt a weight on my shoulders. So uh, when, when I came here, it was like everything explained. None of this, you know, I'm not saved by my own, you know, doing. I cannot do right enough. I'm not good enough. It's only through Christ. And so that that's why I feel like, because it, it, it's funny, my wife been with me through this whole journey. So, you know, when I came here, she was like, okay, like, is this the last stop? Are we going to go somewhere from here? <laughs> you know, so I, that that's a great question because that, you know, that has come up. And I'm like, hmm. Orthodox Christianity I don't know no, I'm just kidding I, I'm good <laughs> Oh man and, and, and also How has that been For you and your wife I mean She's she's been with you During this whole um, Process or, or this During these Various stages You've gone through How's that How How has that been For both of you guys Going through it Because I know um, For us as men You know We, we get onto something new And, and, and You know we, we dive into it almost But But sometimes yep. We We not not forget but in a way we um i, I guess you would say forget that hey our, our wives are on the journey with us too and mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you know how Not to earth. explain that to them as well yeah that's great man um we're still in that process um mm-hmm. because my wife was in the charismatic movement well before i was the church we that i went to she was going to 10 15 years before i got there mm-hmm. um so it was it, it, it's, it's been a slow process, man. Yeah. Um, and it really comes down to showing the grace of God, understanding that I didn't get it that very first day I walked into Greg's office, you know, so mm-hmm. she's not going to get it the very first time I bring it up to her. Um, you know, so it, it's really been a slow process. We, we've made strides uh, over the last, you know, years, year or so. Um, just, just, it's, it's really about deprogramming your mind, yeah. you know, yeah. because even even with prayer, even with prayer, um, you know, like decreeing and declaring versus actually asking God, you know, for something. So it's a lot of stuff that you have to re, 
you know, have to understand like, okay, declaring, declaring is not prayer, you know, but if you've done it for so many years. And so one thing that I did, um, it, it wasn't intentional, but I, I went to work one day and I left Steve Lawson playing while she was in the bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called me while she was at work. And she was like, I think I believe in the sovereignty of God. I was like, wow, <laughs> what happened? Like, <laughs> wow. like Steve Lawson broke it down so well, you know? Yeah. And so that was the, the, the starting block, man. But yeah, we, I, I think now uh, we're in a place now where she does see the error of, you know, the teaching and the falseness of it. Um, but it takes time, man. You have to yeah. be patient. Um, because we didn't get it at the first first swing, and and they're definitely not going to get it. Especially if you moved as much as I did, and they want to make sure it's not another move after this one. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and how long did that last from that from that first time you walked into that prosperity prosperity church, um, all the way to for you recognizing, oh, this is this is false. How long was that time frame? Okay, so that was. Um, 2018, I mean, 20, 2008 was when I moved to South Carolina. And um, I probably started the whole reform journey in 2000 and I want to say 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, yeah. uh, I don't, I'm not good at math. How, many, how much is that? <laughs> I use my fingers. Eight, <laughs> nine, ten, eleven, twelve, five. That's five years, it. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah cool. Five years. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. And so, yeah. So, so you said that it was your coworker, right? That uh, walked you through the Westminster mm-hmm. um, Confession of Faith. Um, a lot. A lot of the times, I've heard uh, people say that it was Paul Washer who introduced them to to these kind of things, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we were one of those that Paul Washer when it first hit me, man. Yeah. They're like, whoa, what what is this? I never heard of these things before. And just you know, I can relate. Right. Something that I think all of us have in common when we come into Reformed theology is that hunger and thirst for for more. You know, yeah. looking up mm-hmm. pod, whether it's podcasts, YouTube videos, you know, just commentaries everything you know so that's something in common that that everyone has had that you, you get when you get hooked on it you like give me more give me more give me more and then uh yep how how was the cage stage for you because eventually it's gonna <laughs> that's gonna happen i when i went on it man <laughs> man I, I was a jedi knight bro i was <laughs> Nah, nah, I wasn't not Jedi. I was a Sith, man. I was slashing and slaying everything. He, he, he was, he was Anakin and with the younglings. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you understand these Star Wars references, man. But <laughs> I'm just smiling and laughing. That's all. I'm just smiling and laughing. <laughs> Come on, bro. I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> oh, I know. Hey man, shout out! I got shout out DJ Mike Five from the Reform Scratches podcast. He did, uh, yeah, man. He did our, our scratches for our intro, and mm-hmm. you know we talked about this off air. He asked you the Star Wars and Star Trek question, man, and you you picked Star Trek, man. That, that's the only one that was on at my house, man. Like you know, my mom didn't let me watch movies. Hey. Star Trek was on in the afternoons during dinner, so you know, hey, I learned what I knew. I, I have to, I have to give props to Star Trek though too, because my father loves Star Trek and he has the whole DVD collection of um, yeah, just the different, TV, the, the, the different area eras of Star Trek. Uh, but yeah, there's yeah, so much it was out on there. TV. 
Well, as for me and my house, we shall watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. Continue, continue, man. Uh, so how's Look, the I done forgot the question now. No, no. Oh, okay. So so my personality, man, is very laid back. So I really didn't have a case stage, man. Mm. Um because I, I don't I'm I'm not that guy. Like I don't I'm not, you know, busting down the door, everybody gotta be a Calvinist. <laughs> Because, um, you know, I've always been an outsider. You know, I always thought different and I always went against the grain, you know. And so when I started discovering that and it was it was like, oh, yeah, this is just normal space for me. You know, everybody else is, you know, speaking in tongues and I'm looking like, yeah, y'all, what are y'all doing? You know, so <laughs> yeah, I didn't have I didn't have a case stage, man, just because I've, I've always been a against the grain guy. And so like. I don't. I don't try to force or push everybody in that direction because I understand every, everybody's not going to get it. Oh, so so you're really elect then? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, oh, you don't get it? Oh, yeah, you're not elect. <laughs> <laughs> so l let's get into to the podcasting then. Um, building up your network, building up uh, your platform, and things like that. So once you started listening to podcasts, when 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 did you think? All right, I, I can do this. Let me grab this mic and let's let's get it in. How did that come about? Sure. So, um, like I said, prior in my story, prior to actually listening to the podcast, I was a part of this um, what they call it uh, internet radio. Mm. Um, it was called Warrior for Truth Radio, and mm. so uh, we literally would get on um, Blog Talk Radio. Me and about five other people. And every week we would get on and just talk about controversial topics. And I would kind of like MC the thing, like, you know, you know, and I, it was just something natural, you know, being behind the mic. So take that knowledge. Cause I did that for about three or four months, man. And I got burnt. And I was like, man, this is, this is stupid. Like, why are we <laughs> fussing about all this stuff? Yeah. You know, why are we arguing? Um, and so, uh, I actually had that experience already. And then I, um, Whenever I discover a podcast, and then I, like I said, Les and Tanner, and them having fun, because because in my mind I'm thinking like, okay, radio, you got to be controversial, you got to argue, you got to yeah. debate, you know. But w when I heard somebody actually having fun while doing it, then I was like, oh, I can do this. And then you know, of course, I looked around, I was like, I don't see no brothers doing this, man. Like, where? Yeah, there ain't that many reformed brothers doing podcasts, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, yeah. okay, I can. I can bring my own flavor, you know, I can have my own, you know, my own vibe, you know, I can be myself. Cause that was, that's the biggest thing about podcasting is being yourself. Cause nobody can duplicate you. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm always encouraging people to do podcasts. So for me, it was hearing, um, Lesson Tanner on, um, reform Pubcast, hearing them have fun, talk about beer and theology at the same time was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that, 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 that's that's real, man. Uh, that's that's why we do this because we didn't see any Latinos out here doing reform, you know, right? Podcasts or like, hey, someone's someone's got to step up to the plate, you know. Luckily, there's a couple of them exactly. out there, you know. Shout out yeah, to yeah. Crazy Cultura, Raza Reforma, um, Solacast, Solacast, yeah, yeah, Solacast, of course, yeah. So I mean, I'm blessed that you know there's a an upbringing of you know, yes, hood. You know, a reform podcast. You know what I mean. So that, that's always dope. Um, so as far as uh, uh, building up your network, you know, how how did that come about? Because 
I mean, you, you got some listeners, bro. You know what I mean? Under your network, you had a, a, the Just Thinking podcast. How many downloads has that gone already? Like, it was one million. Yeah, man. Damn. That's crazy, dude. That is crazy. That's insane. Well, actually, how did that process start? Yeah. Because I, I know it's, it's one thing Which to, one? To, to have a podcast of your own, but then to branch off and then formulate a network. To where now you're bringing other mm-hmm. people on. So let's start with your podcast, yeah. the Bar Podcast, and then we'll go into the network. Got it. Okay, so the Bar Podcast, the formula is simple for me. Um, I made a hardcore dedication to do every Tuesday, no matter what. Mm. Um, and podcasting consistency is king. If, yeah. you, if you're not consistent, if you're not dropping, 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 you know, it's easy to lose subscribers it's easy to lose people um, what I wanted to do was become part of people's everyday routine every mm-hmm. Tuesday on their way to work they can click on the bar it's going to be about 25-30 minutes that's about the average commute they'll listen to me on the way to work and boom start their day so that that's how I built the bar was consistency continually grinding pushing you know just going hard you know, making sure that I give them quality content. And, and I, you know, I've had some amazing guests. I can't tell you the, the secret to how I get all those guests. Um, I just send emails and they say, yes. I mean, I'm surprised. Just as surprised as, as, as people that listen, like, dang, he got him. I'll be like, when I get the email, I'll be like, dang, he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the real. Hey, when, you know, uh, when we had Kirk Kennedy yeah. on, man, I've been listening to his music, and it just took Justin to ask him. And he said yes. I was like, well, how'd you, how'd you do it? How'd you get him on? I was like, he, well, he said, well, just ask. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. That's it. I mean, if you if you look at, like, my list, man, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, Steve Lawson, Lincoln Duncan, Mark Dever, Damn. James White, uh, you know, uh, I got Bob Godfrey about to come out with one. Wow. Um, I mean, I so heard, many. I heard you also in a lost episode. You have oh, yeah, um, right. RC Sproul's son. <laughs> yeah, RC Jr. Yeah, RC Sproul Jr. The best episode that nobody has, has ever heard, man. Damn. That was that was a heartbreaker. Damn. Yeah, That's I had crazy. him. I had him early too, man. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I had him. I mean, uh, Ty Priel. I mean, oh, you name it, right. man. They've been on my show, man. You know, only people I have not had on my show that I would like would be Vody and Paul. And that, mm. that's, those are the two. Paul Washington. The missionary guys. <laughs> yeah. The ones that are always gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're hard to get, man. But but that, that has been the secret to the bar, man. Mm-hmm. Um, providing relatable content consistently um, because I'm authentically me and a lot of people listen because and we'll talk about this the bar inspires so many people to start because they're like man if he can do it I know if I can do it like because I'm not super professional I'm not the you know square cut fitting that's not me man I, I leave all my us and does and all of that man and I just you know I just chill chill with it so that that in itself has built, you know, what what we call the bar podcast. And then they get into the networking side. The original plan for the network actually was for my homies, like you know, people I had already rocked with that I knew had great content. I was like, yo, you know, you ever want to start a podcast, man? Let me know. You know, I pretty much like developed my my uh, my network in the beginning. You know, uh, bars, biblical reform spitters, my man T Barlow. We were already homies. 
I had a, a, a girl podcast thing working. Um, Daryl and Virgil, the Just Thinking podcast, that was my idea. I interviewed Daryl. I, I enjoyed interviewing him. I felt like he sounded like, a lot like Virgil. I was like, yo, this would be a great podcast. I talked them into doing it. And look, one million downloads later, man, you know, crazy. It's, it's been ridiculous. That's crazy. And once I, and honestly, once I put out there that I had a network, I mean, people were asking, how do I join the network? Because I had already, I had already built, you know, the, the persona of a strong podcast with the Bar Podcast. So I built the platform. And then when I say, okay, this is a network, then everybody was like, how do we join? How can I be a part? You know, and then it, it, it either... I, I always I, I always tell people I will either seek you out or if you're like coming to me for advice for your podcast and you start making them like okay I like this then I think it's a good match that's pretty much how I formed the network it's really I always tell people it's a feeling man if I if I feel warm and fuzzy inside then, then we can rock <laughs> nice, nice I guess you could say you set the bar for podcasts dang there you go dang <laughs> pun <laughs> Damn. So yeah, man. Uh, so um, tell tell us about um, some of maybe the ups or the downs of you know podcasting. I know you already mentioned the last episode with RC Junior, but you know because we've had experiences <laughs> where you know we had we had to get a new mixer and we were recording an episode halfway through it cut off or we recorded a whole episode to come to find out it didn't record right you know we, we had a good conversation or things like that happened the technical difficulties or you know whatever it is what are some of the ups or the other downs that you've had throughout your experience on podcasting yeah man so the downs always is you know technical difficulties um you know, issue I, I've ran into before was have my mic plugged up but not on, and then it records the whole podcast from the laptop speaker, which sounds mm. horrible. Uh, and then you don't know about it until, you, you know, a month later when you get ready to put it out. And it's yeah. like, oh, man, I, I don't feel like redoing all this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, techni technical issues, it's part of the game, though, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it hurts. You hate it. But it's part of the game. Um, that's probably to me the only downside of podcasting because I find so much joy in podcasting honestly the, the actual game of podcasting wins and losses to me is intriguing um, you know another loss to me would be uh, reaching out to somebody to get them on the show and either they don't respond or they say no okay. um, you know that's, that's, that's one that I you know that's hard for me to swallow sometimes um, but you know you rebound but and it's not even that though it's they say no and then you hear them on somebody else's show. That's Damn. what bothers me. Oh, <laughs> that sounds hurtful. Man. That, that 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 hurts your pride. That brings you down a couple notches. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But but I'm I'm resourceful and and I know how to play the pity card. So I, I'll send around <laughs> about the email to you know see if I can make it happen. But but that that's kind of the downside uh, of it. But the upside, man, it, it has been an amazing journey. Um, podcasting has, like, I, I'm actually thinking about making a post uh, sometime next week or this week about the contacts that I have. You know, the old school Rolodex, you know, with all the contacts <laughs> oh, back in the yeah. day. Like, like, my Rolodex is strong, fam. Like, my phone contacts right now, so many people I've connected with through the years with podcasting from big names to, to uh, you know, managers to pastors, you know, to thought leaders, 
you know, all of those, all of those folks, man, that that's the really big upside, man, is the connections. Cause I love connecting with people. I feel like if you have a situation or a problem, I can look at my phone and find somebody to solve it if I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the major for me. Also, man, um, just being, being, um, considered, you know, a, a leader in this realm, man. Um, you know, with the, the merchandise, you know, seeing my merchandise all over the world, you know, seeing my hats all over the world, you know, people going to conferences, oh, I seen your hat, you know, or people messaging me, I seen your hat, seen your shirt, you know, that that's a huge upside, man. And then, um, and then the perks, man, getting those free passes, the conferences, and, <laughs> and, uh, free hotels, and wow, it's, like it's uh, yeah, it's been a blessing, man. That's it's crazy. been a blessing. So, so what, yeah, what that, conferences have you been asked to go to? Have I been asked to go to? Man, all of them. Um, Founders, uh, Ligonier, um, G3, Shepherds, um, somebody else. Uh, Cross Politics, they're doing a conference. They mm-hmm. sent me a message asking me to come. Mm-hmm. So I, I get a lot of invites, man. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, it's by the grace of God, man. It's nothing, yeah. you know, personally I did, but just the brand, man, and just... You know, people know me, and and I'm able to do some some interviews, and 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 sometimes it's just a good look, man, to have a, a black dude there. Uh, <laughs> so they won't be there. Man, imagine when they have uh, three Latinos there, man. They'll, they'll, they'll... I know, man. <laughs> it, it's coming. Y- y'all keep grinding, man. It's yeah, coming. Man, yeah, man. Or or in uh... look. Let me tell you. Let me let me tell you, man. When, when I talk about the um, Reform Podcast, um, I remember they actually did a live recording at Ligonier's conference and I was like man one day you know one day that's gonna be me man and I would have been able to do a live but you know they, they changed the schedule but yeah I, I, I've got invited there and, and I aspired to that man and not not trying to name it and claim it but you know that was something that I worked towards but, um, uh, but what, and, and was able to see it happen yeah when you did the interview with James White that was at your G3 no? Yes, sir. That was at G three, and he actually came to me, which is funny because I was I was chasing him for about a year, man. Shooting him an email, he said, "Yeah, but you know, I'm out of town. I'm going out of country. Blah blah blah. You know, uh-huh. I hit you back." And so I just kind of let it ride. And then we was at G three, and he came up and said, "Hey, you've been trying to interview me, right?" I said, like, "Yeah." He was like, "Let's do it now." I was like, "Well, come on." So we did it right there on the spot. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Cool. Did you have like a, your home set up or was it over like the phone or how did you do that? Oh, so when I go to G3, I, big shout out to my man, Chris Crane. That's my uh, my sound tech guy. He, he always hooked me up, make me look professional when I go to conferences. He's mm-hmm. in the, uh, the, the uh, road broadcaster mics and digital recorder and and so I'm, I'm there set up looking real professional, but you see what I got at the crib, so. <laughs> hey, it works, it works. No, yeah, I listened to that. There you and, go. And, and it sounded like he walked up to you, like, J- James White walked up to this dude. Like, what the heck, you know? That's crazy, because when, 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 yep. when I got put on, you know, like, apologetics and things like that, I would watch all his debates mm-hmm. and all, all, all the other, mm-hmm. other things with uh, Jeff Durbin. They go, you know, uh, witnessing in the streets and then have those conversations with people. I'm like, dang, this dude knows a lot of, a lot of stuff. Like, and so yeah. he, he's, he's, he, when, I, when we talk about apologetics, I, 
have them I have them up there you know what I mean when it comes to defending oh, the sure. deity of Christ the Trinity mm-hmm. uh, everything you know what I mean I mean, I mean the only one that sure. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be down with is the infant baptism stuff but whatever you know what I mean uh, we can get over that one <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, you know, James White, uh, you know, he's Baptist, man. So he, know, you know, you know. don't rock yeah. with the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, what what advice uh, would you give someone then, you know, the do's and the don'ts of podcasting like, throughout your experience? You're like, oh, you can look back and be like, you know what? I probably could have done this differently. It would have worked out a little bit yep. different. Or w- what are some things that yep. you could say, you know what? This is a way to go. This way is not the way to go. Right, so I actually do podcast consulting, um, and and it's what I do on the side. Um, I, I do free hour of consulting, just t- telling people what I'm about to tell you, so you guys are getting it for free. Um, oh, all right. So hey, hey, listeners, Take did notes. you hear that? This is for free. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive content yeah, here free. on Refund Rasa. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so first thing, man, um, you know, we talk about things you learn, um, you know, when I committed myself to every Tuesday for the rest of my life, that was a mistake. Um, mm. I should have did seasons. You know, I think I told you guys about this yeah. Seasons, when it comes to podcasting seasons will help you manage past the, the dry season. Cause when you podcast, when you first start podcasting, I mean, you out the ground running and you, Oh snap, we're going to do this yeah. episode one, mm-hmm. episode two, episode three. Yep. You excited, mm-hmm. man. And, um, podcast 90% of all podcasts never make it past the ninth episode. That's mm-hmm. a proven fact. Wow. So I didn't know that. Whenever you, whenever you get to the ninth episode, everybody either lose interest or get too busy or whatever. So whenever you do the, uh, the seasonal approach, you able to create content, uh, let's say I always tell people you want to have about 10 to 12 episodes before you launch your podcast. You want to have recorded 10 to 12 episodes in the bag. And then prior to your podcast launch, you want to promote it. You want to create a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you want to drop every day something on there promoting your podcast that's coming. Uh, let's say you set a date a month away. You literally want to post every day talking about that podcast and you want to do lives, get people excited. And then when you drop, boom, now you got those episodes. You got at least nine to 10 weeks of content. While that content is going out, because you already know what's on it, you've already created the graphics, the promotion, already scheduled it out. So all that stuff is coming out, nine to 10 weeks, you chilling, or you in the comments, you interacting, or you recording more content for the next season. You take about two, two months off, and then when the next season drops, you already got 10 to 12 episodes. Boom, you drop it. That's a whole nother season. And you're just always ahead of the game. That is something, if I'd have known that before I started, man, I mean, I, I'm killing it right now just because I'm ahead so much. But if I'd have known that back then, oh man, it, it would be even worse than it is right now. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's, <laughs> a, that's a big tip. Is seasons. That's a big yeah. tip. Um, an, another tip definitely would be, um, you know, it's about the grind. Podcasting is the long game. You're, it's not overnight. Yep. You, you will not be famous overnight. You will not get invited to conferences overnight. It's the long game. You got to love the grind. You got to enjoy it. You got to embrace it. You got you got a lot. And you got to not look at your numbers for the first couple of weeks. Cause that'll make you depressed. Like, dang, <laughs> yeah, only so five like, people. 
<laughs> that's me and the homies and two more. You <laughs> don't want to do that. And I listened to twice or <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Man. And so so you don't want to look at those numbers, man, when you first start out cuz you, you you want cuz you don't want to be driven by that. You want to be focused on the grind, focused on the content, making sure it's solid, making sure it's consistent. And consistent, solid content wins every time. Just thinking reached a million downloads uh, because they their content is phenomenal. You're talking about two hours of, uh, you know, ivory tower-like uh, uh, conversations mm-hmm. about critical current events. You know, the George Floyd and the gospel episode has 200,000 downloads by itself. Why is mm-hmm. that? Because they answered a question that everybody had because everybody was getting force-fed social justice, force-fed blacks against whites, mm-hmm. force-fed you know racial issues, and then they came out and said, "Hey, apart from Christ, we're no different than the police with his knee on that guy's neck." And mm-hmm. nobody was saying that, but but us, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what put a skyrocket them to to being you know number one podcast on iTunes. Uh, top five podcasts on the Christian iTunes. That's what put them there is because they they when they, when people listen, they had a lot to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they had a yeah. lot to say and was solid. And so, co- content is king. Consistency, you can say, is the prince. I guess because you got to have those two going coincide together, and that's how you have a successful podcast. Damn, nice. That's a lot to take in. You know what I mean? Uh, you touched on a lot of things that that I thought of in the beginning. Like, in the beginning, I didn't want to do seasons. I was like, we're just going to ride to the wheels while I forget all this season stuff. But then, you know, you, you run into to, to some problems. Well, that's the end of season one right there, I guess. You know what I mean? And just continue, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and yeah. consistent content is always key. Like, um, we, we set out just to, you know, share biblical theology to Latinos, you know, that don't have that you know what I mean that's what we notice and need in the church so we wanted to to uh, uh, make a podcast to approach that you know what I mean and then um, right. you know things just come you know what I mean yeah. you start meeting connecting with people and then you know it goes it's not, not that we've strayed from our original mission but it, it it builds an audience so that you can continue the mission forward you know what I mean? That's something yep. that I, I've learned yep. to take up every opportunity you got. Don't be afraid to, to mm-hmm. ask someone, you know what I mean? And the worst thing they can say is no, it's going to hurt, but we, we got to, you know, we're going to keep on. I, I think that's one thing that, that we right. we uh, persisted in the beginning was every Monday. Mm-hmm. Episodes yeah. got dropped every mm-hmm. Monday. Uh, and then and then after some time. Uh, things got in the way, you know. I mean, we're we're three guys. Mm-hmm. We have our own um, families. We have work. Things come up, and and, yep. and and it becomes hard. And like I said, you know, recording ahead of time, and and on a good on a good uh, on a good role that we had within our podcasting, we were probably like three weeks ahead when yeah. we had three recorded episodes. Uh, but right now, we're currently back to uh, on on demand episodes. <laughs> But, but it happens, that, man. Yeah, that happens. I, I went through that too, though. I went through yeah. that too. Like I literally was kind of like y'all, man. I record on a Monday night and be dropping it the next morning. Like I literally done that before. So don't don't think I had it like this all the time, man. It's just part of the hustle. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And then even to the necessary break. Um, in our season one, 
we we took an unintentional uh, mid-season break, and that was because uh, our mixer broke. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. But during that time, it gave us time to just think about uh, a direction for the podcast and and where to continue, where to go. And I think that's very um, important for podcasting is is to take seasons yeah. and then on the off season um, reevaluate um, what direction you guys are gonna go. And then even and then start sorting out things from there. But man, right. yeah, that, that's some good stuff. That, and and that was free content, by the way, you, you the listeners. And you know what? Uh, us yeah, here man. at Refund Ross are taking care of you guys. You guys are getting some exclusive free stuff right here. Feel free to drop a donation. Refund Ross. <laughs> 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 that's right. That's right, man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, yeah, all this stuff is, it's, uh, we do have to, we say this, to glorify God through the edification of the saints. You know what I mean? Something in the beginning that, you know, I told them is like, it doesn't matter if we have five listeners, 10 listeners, 20 listeners, those listeners right there, um, we're going to glorify God through feeding them, you know, solid content. So whether it's one person who who hit us up and be like, hey, you know, I listened to your podcast. I was really edified. You know, uh, thank you for what you guys are doing. You know, hey, that's worth it. You know, um, and we've had some some uh, people hit us up and thank us because they never heard, you know, reformed Latino dudes, you know, talk theology, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, over here on, on, on the West Coast, man, you got a lot of charismatic uh, funky churches that oh, yeah. that you know in the Hispanic church you know and when you go to the hood you got a Pentecostal apostolic church and on every single corner and so that's th- that's the norm over here so for them to hear someone something different and actually not be afraid mm-hmm. to talk theological issues and bring them to the table and read scripture for them so that they you know people hit us up like dang I'm, thank you for doing that you know and that, wow. That's what pushes us forward to keep moving forward. So how how for you? Um, what are, what are some of the messages like the like DMs or emails that you've gotten like has really like just encouraged you to keep on moving forward? Um. So really, um, most of the feedback is because because mine isn't as deep as most podcasts. Um, most of the feedback I get is just uh, uh, gratitude for, um, you know, exposing them to somebody or, you know, hooking them up with a resource mm-hmm. or, hey, you know, I've never heard of these guys. Thank you so much for introducing me to them. You know, now I'm listening to everything they got or, you know, I never heard of this this author and this book has blessed me. So most of mine has been, you know, in that form. I did do an episode on my testimony and I shared what I shared with you guys and I got a lot of great feedback from that, you know, as well, just people hearing my story. Um, but, but yeah, most of mine, it, it comes from people, uh, just thanking me for exposing them or, you know, introducing them to, uh, a sound teacher or author or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that, 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 that that's awesome right there because we're playing, an actual part in someone's lives you know what I mean? when we think about it yeah you know because I mean? when when you run into uh, a, a new resource or uh, you know a new you know teacher or whatever uh it changes you kind of you know what i mean to to go to a different yeah. theological direction you go deeper in what you were already studying or guides you towards the right way and so for you know for you <laughs> or for us to to play a role in in that in in someone's walk like that Man, that's a blessing in itself right there, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, one time um, this young lady came on my show and said that uh, my podcast was the first reform podcast she listened to, and I was mm. blown away. I was like, "Wow, that you know, just think that the very first reform material, you know, when she, I guess, was becoming reformed or looking into it when she googled it, she came across mine, and and that's how she got exposed. So that that's a blessing too, man. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, so yeah, man. I mean, we talked a lot of things. Um, we got to know you a little bit deeper. We got to know the, the origins uh, of the Bar Network and podcast. And so, I always like, you know, to when you know our guests come on, just for them to 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 express, you know, their 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 beginnings. It's always a blessing for me to hear about that, man. Yeah. And um, so yeah, man. I mean, you guys, got anything else? Yeah. What? So. As far as the the bar podcast network, what what is the the scope looking now for? As far as you um, managing and and, and uh, taking care of the network, are are you continuing the scope or right now you're just selling down? You're you're just holding on to who you do have on your network, and then also too, as far as the the podcast, um, have you ever considered? Um, taking it in another direction because i know you do interviews every episode Have, has that ever crossed your mind to maybe do something different add something to it to to the podcast so i'm gonna start backwards um start with the last question and then work my way back yeah um so to answer that question about the you know trying something different i always go back to the movie remember the titans uh when you know you say we run a veer he was like, you know, you ain't going to try to switch it up, coach. Nope. The beer is like Robitussin. You keep taking it, this is going to work. Um, that's the way I, I approach, you know, my podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the interviews is is, is, is is what I do, you know. And the reason why I do interviews because I tell people I'm not smart enough to talk by myself. So that's why I bring smart people on the show, <laughs> you know. Um, so, no, the, the, the interviews, I've never thought about going outside of the interview. And I love my format because people literally can can mouth by cadence. You know, when I start, I start the same way. And when I end, I end almost the same way. So it's, yeah. it's literally like, you know, it's burned into their mind. that It's always the same. You know, welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy, Dwayne in the building. We're right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming to your speakers, your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And see somebody listening right now. I was like, dang, did it change? Did I, did I turn from a <laughs> he, rock? He played a recording right now. Because, <laughs> exactly. So, so and, and, and that, I, I built that in a way. Mm-hmm. So it is my trademark. When uh-huh. they hear it, they know where it is, where it's coming from. They can they can pronounce it with me. They can say it with me at the beginning and in the end. So that's the way I built that, and and I'm cool with it being like that, and it always being like that and never changing. Um, the next question about the network. Um, my role for the network is merely uh, managing. Um, I help you know with strategy, marketing. I also have a team of people to help with technology, branding, um, and so I provide. The, all the podcasts are all their individual podcasts. I don't change nothing. I don't make them get on my RSS feed. They don't pay me a fee, nothing. They're individual podcasts that I help with my name, give 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 them, make them a part of my team so they can share on my pages and vice versa. 
and then I provide for them resources, whatever they need. That's that's my role with the podcast. As far as expanding go, it, it's really about feeling, man. It's yeah. really, I, I'm I'm good with people. I'm a recruiter by trade, so I'm I'm good with understanding people and how uh, people are and how they tick and their motives. And so when I when I get a good vibe from from, from somebody, then I'll, I'll start pursuing them. You know. Uh, I get inbox all the time. How can I join? How can I join? How can I join? I, I don't know. Like it, I have to, it has to click with me, man. Something yeah. has to be like, oh, this is a good fit. You know, boom, boom, boom. I like the way they are. They're humble. Boom, boom, boom. You know, so that's kind of the way I roll when it comes to uh, to the network. No, yeah. that's dope. That's dope. And yeah, man. I mean, you guys got any last words? Uh, yeah, just for, just for me, a, a comment, not really a question, just a comment, because every time we we're doing these interviews, I, I love doing these interviews because it, it makes well in the past the rappers makes the music come more alive, and this one it, it, it's gonna make the podcast more alive to me because knowing your background, knowing your story, knowing uh, you know what you can't what, what you've gone through, it, it's amazing. I loved your story. I loved your testimony. How just how you went through different stages, and it's like now this is now I'm I'm reformed, and then it's like now right. you, it's now being used by God to to play that 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 person in the background, you know, uh, uh, exposing like you know. I, I appreciate even more now uh, you interviewing us on your podcast. Yeah, because now you expose us to, to 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 other people as well. And then right. you know, I just want to say that right here that, that I I appreciate you for that, and that you you know you're you're playing that background, making those connections, those resources, and just man, I, I just it's just a comment. I love seeing what God's doing in in people's lives. And so when I listen to your podcast, now it's gonna feel more more alive. You know, like it's more more in depth now. Nice. Thank you so much. That yeah, I, I appreciate that, brother. And that that's that's just me, man. That's that's just that's me. That's my heart is is helping people. I I can't help it. You know, I, I have this consulting business, but if you inbox me or call me, I give you all the secrets for free. I just can't help it. Like <laughs> I even got a I got a business coach. He was like, man, you got to stop giving it away for free. I'm like, I'm sorry. I like helping people. <laughs> Well, may the Lord bless you abundantly for that. It's on the real. Um, so, um, where where, um, where can if they don't already know, uh, where can they find the podcast? Uh, plug yourself in right now. Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Patreon, whatever it is that you got going on. No Patreon, no Patreon. But um, but you can always find everything dealing with the Bar Podcast at thebarpodcast.com. Um, and if you want to just holler at me directly, man, I'm at Dwayne21, D-A-W-A-I-N, the number 21. At uh, That's on Instagram and that's on Twitter, man. So hit me on all those spots. And if you're interested in um, podcast coaching, podcast consulting, uh, you can hit me at Dwayne Pod Coach, D-A-W-A-I-N-P-O-D. C-O-A-C-H Dwayne Pod Coach and I would love to talk to you help you get you started and uh, man I want to thank you guys again for having me on the show this has been fun it's been a blessing and uh, and, and I'm just just it's such an honor to be here mm-hmm. amen, amen. Hey, likewise and you also got to hear the air horns again <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, so it's, it's a blessing man just to uh 
be on your podcast you coming on here um you know like how victor just said we appreciate you now not now but now that i know what's wrong with you people <laughs> they what's wrong with you people <laughs> <laughs> no i was gonna say you know just to know the people that you had on your podcast and for us to be you know con- to be on that line you know to be interviewed by yeah. you when you interview so many people is like you know it's mind-blowing you know what i mean so i uh, appreciate you for for reaching out to us and yeah man so go ahead and hit up the the bar podcast find them everywhere podcast you listen to your podcast um so gracias brother for coming on here don't forget to hit us up reformraza at gmail.com reformraza.com hit us up on instagram reformraza uh, facebook reformraza podcast go ahead and and feel free let those fingers loose when you hit that five star like button (laughs) on apple feel free to comment you know subscribe do all that fun stuff Go ahead and subscribe if you're not if you're not already to the Bar Podcast and yeah man, uh, guys, for tuning in. Stay tuned for next week uh, where we're gonna we're gonna get into some heavy stuff, man. So you don't want to miss out next week. Uh, so this is and any last words before no before I hit the air. This is Reform Rasa. Later. Later. Cause this is for my-